Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Club at Twenty Two, your Rangers podcast. This is Club Live this evening. Uh, we are live on YouTube um, to preview the upcoming uh, Premier League game tomorrow against St George's at home at Ibrox. Obviously, um, we've got plenty to talk about this evening. Um, maybe not the, the kind of things we want to talk about, but plenty, plenty to talk about anyway. Um, I can see there's lots of people in the comments already, so thank you for tuning in. Uh, bit of housekeeping from us, please like, share and subscribe to the channel. We are circa around 3,700 or something like that subscribers at the moment, which is absolutely unbelievable. Um, if we can get to that 4,000, I will be delighted and I've been promised by at least one of the podders that they'll sign a pair of Manscaped boxers and put them in the post to, to our subscribers. So I will get them up for a raffle. Who be pointing at there, Ali? Is it? Is I was it actually Ali? pointing at Scotia, but it went the wrong oh, way. Oh, it's went the wrong way. At least you've got the bloopers off to a flyer there. Yeah, right. Go. I didn't even get to introduce him there, and um, he's straight in. So, Mr. Love Island himself, how is Love Island going, mate? Are we getting a bit of entertainment, Mr. Ali Pearson? Actually missed it last night, Ryan, so I'll need to catch up in the night after this podcast. So I'll, I'll fill you in tomorrow on it. But um, no, there's more important things this weekend. We have the return of Rangers. It is the first Saturday game at three o'clock this year. I know the, the first home game was against Celtic. It was a Monday, so it's a Saturday, three o'clock, which I enjoy. And I'll be meeting the lads at the Viceroy at 12 o'clock tomorrow. Lucky you, mate. Lucky you. I am taking the boys tomorrow, so I'll be alcohol-free if I survive, then I'll be very impressed. But um should have a wine later on at night. And so that's the, the Love Island chat's over, Ali. That's it. There's no more Love Island chat. It's just... What do you want to know? Do you want to know who's out and who's in or what? Or... 
I'll give you an exclusive though, Ryan. Love Island for the next season, Scotia is actually signed up for it. There you go. It's going, it's going to wear his manscape box, doesn't it? That is an exclusive here at COVID-22. We would ask everybody that's tuned in to keep that under wraps because we don't want that getting out into the media. No. Uh, so that takes me to 2024's contestant in Love Island, Scotia Gemmel. How are you this evening, mate? I know bad. There's no chance I'll be going on that thing. I'd never ever watched it. <laughs> don't even I be good don't on know it, what about. Oh, I think it'd be terrible. I know all the club at 22 listeners would back me. Is there a vote or something on that, Ali? I don't know. They'd no, it's, just, it's, just, it's just girls pick the nicest looking guy. And you <laughs> <would> <laughs> I'll be way it. down the bottom of that list. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Ryan. So get, let's, get away, let's get away from this Love Island chat. Nah, I'm, not, I'm doing all right. I was, the, the week got off to a flyer with Rangers points in terms of things and um, it slowly declined. Tuesday was, wasn't great when news coming out, then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's been a rare week in, in the world of the Rangers. Yes, as I've been texting the chat constantly and nipping your ears and whatever, uh, uh, day 27 as I call it today, but, uh, we'll get on to the transfer window and etc. with Rangers. And one man I know that will not be tuning in to Love Island like me is Mr Scott Carley. How are you this evening, mate? I'm good, mate, and you are 100% correct. I did, I suffered, I think, about half a season of it once when the the missus was into it, but she doesn't even watch it anymore. And uh, yeah, it's, um, it is, it's brain damage television. It absolutely is. It really does lower your IQ. Um, it lowers your IQ watching something like that because uh, it's just a bunch of garbage, man. It absolutely is. Just uh, never mind why we're talking about Love Island. We need to move away from that. Uh, yes, mate, I suppose I was right. This has been a rather bizarre week in terms of being a Rangers fan and for Rangers news and there's some and interesting stuff coming out, coming about today. That is for sure. Uh, but yeah, good to be here. Hello, chat. Loads of you here already. Uh, and just quickly before we move on, John Lammy, thank you very much for the coffee earlier on today. You bought the podcast a coffee via the buy me a coffee link so thank you so much mate appreciate it yeah thanks very much john always appreciated any any kind of donation or anything, anything like that is very much appreciated from all the boys and um and Ryan and billy sorry for becoming a member as well thank you very much billy yes for becoming a member. Billy as well. if, if you are new to the channel billy we often mention that that comes up as green and white but it's a northern island we have decided to go for we I cannot get it, it i can't I've asked, it has I been asked. get it changed. Yeah, it has been asked, but it's a, we'll go with Northern Ireland Green, so if you can just yes. accept that and welcome to the channel, uh, Billy, great to see you. So, boys, highs and lows, I would say, this week. Um, as always, with, with Rangers, we, the way I want to start is we got emails through, well, some of us got emails through and notification from the club via social media of the cup final tickets. So, Rangers are playing... That lot, um, the 26th, I believe, 26th of February, I think the date is. Um, it's on a Sunday, which won't surprise you. But we are, the Rangers decided to release information about how you were going to get tickets through my jails. And I think the boys will correct me. I think you had to be 1,267 points, I think it was, and above. Um, and then you would be able to apply for your ticket. So the boys were texting the group chat telling me how great it was. I will put my hands up just now. I didn't get a ticket. Um, I'm not at that stage with, with my my jails and I won't chase it either. It's just not something I kind of, I'll chase. But thankfully, a couple of the boys um, are in that group, are, are in the gold and above that. 
So they got an email and they got a ticket. So I'll come to you first, Ali. You were enjoying yourself with that email and enjoying yourself using the t- the ticket centre website, mate. Isn't it a joy? I enjoyed when I got the email through saying that I'd been <laughs> successful getting a ticket. That was enjoyable. The, the, it was high. That's the highest it's been um, in terms of... You, you need to remember the final, there's less tickets for the final than a semi-final. And the last time you played Celtic was a semi-final because SFA take up a bigger allocation. There's something like 18,500 tickets that go on sale. Me and Scotia are roughly the same points. I'm just over 1,400. I think Scotia's the same as well. So, yeah, I, I was... Email came through. I clicked through the link. Had to wait on... I think it was 10 minutes on the... For the web and the queue on the website got in. And honestly, I... I mean, I've seen everyone have a go at this website. Scotia will have a say on it as well. Absolutely horrific. It took me two hours of non-stop trying, getting kicked out, getting all the way to putting your card details in, kicking you out, back in your queue. It's an absolute shambles. For a club this size, and that's what we've got, it is embarrassing. Um, At one point, I thought I'd given up, and I kept going, kept going, because Scotia texted say he finally got his, so... I stuck in there and got it, but it's an utter shambles. It really is. And the thing that annoys me more is the reason I tick the CCs and I tick these boxes to say I want semis and I want finals is because I don't need to do anything. So I get the MyGers as part of it, but if if I'm successful in getting a ticket through MyGers, why can't they just, like they did three, four years ago, just send me a ticket in a post so I don't need to do anything? That's the whole point of it. Going on this website and you pick your area of the stand, I'm not really fussed. Wherever you sit hand is rubbish anyway, so it's an absolute farce, Ryan. But I finally got there in the end, but it was not enjoyable. Good, I'm glad, and I, I can feel your frustration because I think, you know, what I usually do with the boys is when I've got the boys on us and when it's my weekend, I try and get them a ticket for sitting in the same area as me and my dad. Uh, GF5, so I try and get them a ticket in GF5 and then just if I can get them in next to me, I can get them in next to me. And even that on, I think it was Monday, I texted the chat. And I was trying to add tickets for them, just single juvenile tickets. And it was telling me I couldn't buy any more than one ticket. And it was coming up with an error message. I did reach out to to my friend, uh, the liaison officer. He didn't get back to me. Um, so I was quite surprised <laughs> at that. But uh, Scotia, I don't think you had much as much trouble as Ali. But this website, mate, is... My understanding is, was it last year they upgraded the full Rangers website and the, apparently the ticket bit as well? It, it's it's not fit for purpose. It hasn't been for a long time, but this one's not fit for purpose, is it? No, um, yeah, you're right. They did upgrade it last year, but I think it was like an upgrade to, or they thought it was going to be decent and it clearly isn't. And I know they've come out and said that they're, they're looking in with like a proper ticket and website kind of thing to get something sorted because it's it's certainly not good enough and, and Wednesday there's the worst I think it's ever been because it wasn't it's not even the, the usual moans like the time it takes to log in like for me I read it on Twitter first that it came out because my email which I can understand sending out mass emails Rangers that your email won't come through automatically and um, so I went on and I just went on and then went, right I'll just start applying for it anyway it took me about 30-45 minutes to get in first of all waiting in that queue that they've got then it gets in, but then you need, to, for me, I, I don't know if it happens with anyone else, but for me, I then need to log in. But then when I log in, it then kicks me back to the start of the queue. And so you're waiting another half hour, got in, done all my things, clicked the wee button, submitted it, and then it kicked me out and just said, 
the stuff in your baskets been kicked or not been successful in buying. So bloody hell, so when Durrett all again managed to get it at the final attempt, but it was it was a slog. And it was the, the website was it was taking ages to load each page. And there's wee wee boxes that you tick in and it was taking like five minutes just to go move on. It was really, really poor. Now I understand that the, the volume of traffic is going to be very high, but Age. I mean, think of the volume of traffic and stuff like WhatsApp and things like that. Every second it has to process that. It's it's not difficult. Um, the, the ticketing website is so outdated. It needs to get sorted. I mean, we're all going to have to go through this again, hopefully come the Scottish Cup final in the, in the semi-final as well. This will we'll be having the exact same discussion um, in a few months' time. Should we get you know get to that stage, which I hope we do, but oh, it's a nightmare. A nightmare. I'm just I'm glad I've got my ticket, but if it was anything else, but Rangers final, I wouldn't. I would have sacked it. I mean, I, to be honest, I was thinking if this kicks me off one more time, because you know that way, because it's Hamden, you're getting worried that all the North Stand and the South Stand seats will go. So then you're playing a wee bit of roulette with the West Stand in terms of some there's some okay seating in the West Stand if you're right next to the North Stand, but if you're right behind the goal, it's a it's a ready really. And I was I was like that way. See if it's that. Do I even bother paying forty quid? For a t- game that I'll watch, you be able to see better in the pub or at the, in the house. Uh, it's it's frustrating to say the least. It takes oh, it takes the, your whole afternoon out. I think what Rangers need to start doing is messaging every every Rangers fans employers the day before saying, "Excuse me, so and so is going to be busy for three or four hours tomorrow afternoon because he's trying to buy a ticket and let them have like the half day off to do it because it's it takes so much time out your your day." Yeah, and if only there was some sort of fan engagement incentive that Rangers run, would run that they, they could take that feedback on board, then I'm sure they would do something about it. Um, it's Obviously, as I said, I didn't get the, the email because I'm not at that level of my points, but I've been there. I've been trying to get tickets um, when it was last season or whatever, and, and it's so frustrating. It's just not fit for purpose. I'm with Ali. I don't see the reason why they don't do it the way they used to do it, and it was like you would just get a notification by a letter or email and say, you've been successful, you've got a ticket. And then the ticket would get posted out to you because you've signed up to those games. I don't understand it the way it goes now. Carly, you're the same as me. I think the last time I spoke to you, anyway, you, you've not got a ticket as, as, as it goes so far. But I'm hope, obviously I hope you get one. If we're the ones that are left, it goes down to, I believe it's the same as me and you when you're my jails and then you've signed up to all the games and cup games and whatever. I think it comes to us next, depending on your points probably. Um, what are your thoughts on the website if you've had any experience of it recently? My biggest frustration with the website is we have known this for years now and it's still not changed. It, this doesn't take long. It's not a long process to get this up and running the way it needs to be up and running. It isn't difficult. It isn't difficult. Um, when there's pop-up events in Glasgow or there's pop-up events in Glasgow Green, anywhere in Scotland, there is ticket, there is websites that are created for this stuff. It's not hard for Rangers to, to, to adapt it in order for it to be Ibrooks. Uh, it's a farce. The, the the club, I don't think, really care how bad the website is. I really don't think they, they give a monkeys about it because they know people will sit there for four hours and get it done. So they don't really need to rush to get it to get it done. Um, I missed out by one point. The cutoff was 1267. I'm on 1266 because I had to miss a few games this season uh, due to personal matters. 
to say I'm angry about that is a fucking understatement. <laughs> to be completely honest, I am fucking raging about it. But it's one of those things that you've got to just kind of take it. It's the only the only real time that. Well, my jersey is a farce anyway, but I, I pay my money, and this is the first time where I'm like, hmm, what am I doing here? What am I actually doing here? What am I paying for? Because uh, I know when it does come down to our tier, if it's only the West Stand available, I, I, I've seriously doubt I'll be buying a ticket. I'll probably watch it on the TV because, as Scotia said, the last place I want to be sitting is row A um, or row B, anywhere, anywhere really below row what. Z maybe in the West End, it's an impossibility to see any of the game, uh, and I've sat there and I've done it before. So no, um, I'm disappointed about it. Disappointed the way that it's been, um, the way the cut off was. But again, that's purely selfish reasons behind it. Um, the other thing I think the best, the funniest thing about it all was that Ali was on there for two hours and Scotia got his ticket before Ali. That made me laugh. That did. That gave me. That gave me a good giggle. I was like, I don't even understand how that would work and how there's possibly queue jumping and all sorts going on. But yes, mate. Uh, yeah, disappointed. Disappointed that I won't be getting it. Uh, but it's uh, it's one of those things, I'm afraid. It's just one of those things. It's a bit of a... It's just a bit of a, a farce, really. And it is the, it's the first time that I've looked at my jails and thought, hmm, what am I paying 50 quid for? Really? What am I paying this for? Because I don't really see much benefit in it now. Because now for me to be able to get back, if things keep going the way they're going, I probably won't get a chance of getting a Scottish Cup final ticket because of the way things are going. So I'm out now. I won't get a ticket. So uh, unless things change, I don't see the, the number getting lower. There's not really anything coming up that's going to be able to make me get any higher. And I'm not going to do the whole fast thing of buying whatever it is, you can buy a women's season ticket, whatever the whole thing is, you can buy to get extra points. I just won't do that. I won't go chase it. I give the club enough money as it is. So, yeah, I suppose that's my that's my choice. But, yeah, yeah. I'm not best pleased about it, mate. No, it's frustrating. And I, I think you can see from the majority of the comments that people, most people have had the experience of the website or trying to get tickets. And it doesn't matter if you're a season ticket holder or you just managed to one game a season. I think everyone who has use that website is it's hard to get through the rigmarole of, of getting a ticket. Um in terms of my jails, I think we all know we could have a, a have a pod on that for about four or five hours long <laughs> and speak up my jails, but it is is really not worth it, to be honest with you. Yes. Gallant sorry, Gallant Pioneers just cheered me up actually. I forgot, Ryan, that you're actually buying us the the fifty grand package thing for Edmondson House, so I'll be fine actually, so it doesn't matter. My jails is brilliant. That's- that's right. I was very high on night nurse uh, that that evening, so I've, I've got a, a bailout on that one. Um, I, I just I think it, it does reward people who are going to games all the time, but you can also buy yourself into that gold, and that's where it falls. Um, but moving on, gentlemen, um, shall we go to this just now, or shall we go to the press conference? No, let's keep going with this theme. It's brilliant. I'm jumping ahead another rant and strap yourselves in because it is a rant. What is your favourite ACDC song, guys? Because today, during a transfer window, we're all looking for signings. Everybody in the comments who have been looking at their Twitter feed today, everybody's desperate for uh, these targets to go through. Everybody's desperate for it, and everybody's desperate for news from the club. And Rangers decided to announce today that we have got a, a new kit or a new leisure wear Um coming out an ACDC range. So mine's is Highway to Hell, Ali. What is your favourite ACDC song? And what did you think about that? <laughs> you know, 
I'll give my song, right? Thunderstruck, right? I quite like that one. I like the intro to it and all that. I like quite a few football teams actually use that as a tune on the ground. But see, when I seen it this morning, Ryan, I thought, the first thing I thought was, what the hell's this? And then I thought, maybe Rangers are playing a wee game with us in terms of maybe it's a player's favourite song or they're maybe going to release a player. And then they come out with that range line, and I was like, what the hell is this? And it is absolutely woeful looking at it. I mean, it is woeful. I, I honestly don't know what they're doing. I mean, sometimes they take the utter piss out. I mean, we, we had a laugh when they brought brought the, the fourth top out and the hashtag was break the lines when mm-hmm. we can't break the lines back then. And they brought this out. It's it's bizarre. It's as if Castor have got hunters and hunters of gear left over and they've went to Rangers. We need to shift this. What should we do? Oh, ACDC are a huge, ba- a huge band. We'll just collaborate with them. And they said they had a... A saying in the design of the the jerseys, absolute garbage, man. Um, it's a redneck, and even them on the other side of the site had a joke with us today with one of their Twitter things that I think they posted one of their new guys. I just saw that there. I can't pioneer said it's that right I, enough. I, I, I and fair play to them as well because if they'd done the same thing, we'd be doing the exact same. It's an absolute redneck, to be honest. And honestly, Rangers, it's. I don't know what else to say on it, Ryan. It's it's embarrassing to be honest. And who's going to buy that? There'll be Sunday and Saturday, guaranteed. <laughs> ah, you're going to see. You're going to see a Rangers dad. Like he's going to have the crazy hair and all that. He's going to have it on without a doubt. And fair play, like I don't mind some ACTC songs. I think it's just a read. It. Somebody said read the room, Ryan. There a few minutes ago, read the room, Rangers, because well, aye, it was uh, interesting. And you've got it both barrels in the, the group chat for me today again. Uh, Call me. Favourite ACD song, DC song, and uh, what did you think of that announcement today? Do you think he'll play well tomorrow? <laughs> I don't even know where to start with this one. Honestly, I honestly thought the first thing I thought to myself was, "What month are we in? Is it April? Because they must. This must be. Oh, this must be a laugh." Big John Robot, they left it. Yeah, big John Robot. Jimmy, thanks very much, mate. Really appreciate it. I don't know if you're still on holiday, mate, but if you are, I hope you're enjoying yourself. Still in the Bahamas. Thank you very much, mate. That's that's very much appreciated. Uh, amazing, mate. I, I say I'm, I'm running out of ways to thank you. Um, that's very good. I'll at send you. At least the tiger shark didn't get him, Carney, because he was swimming yeah, uh, tiger sharks. So, oh, was he? I'll send you. I'll send you Scotia's boxers in the post, mate. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, but no, that yeah, that's me. It was aye. I, I was busy today. Look, I, I was I had a busy day at work today. And, um. When I seen it, I had about a couple of minutes just to look at it, and I was just like, I couldn't, like, my mind's not really, it's not it's not registering what I'm looking at. I'm looking at John Lundstrom standing in a range, with a Rangers badge on one side and ACDC on the other side, and I'm going, my biggest question is, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> who who decided, do you know what we need? Do you know what we need? We need ACDC and Rangers on the same top. That is exactly what we need. It is... It's baffling, absolutely baffling. Look, there's probably money in it somewhere, right? There's probably something in it that's making Rangers money, I would imagine. It's got to be it's got to be something there that was worthwhile doing this, but my goodness, man, that's just it's 
It's horrible. It is absolutely horrible. I don't like any bit of it. Honestly, I'm looking, I'm just like, I just can't, my head won't let me accept that we've actually done it. I'm still going, it's still a joke though, and it? it is still a joke. Aye. We're all sitting here desperately crying out for signings to be made. But no, 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 you're not getting a signing. But you can, you can give us 40 quid for an ACDC Rangers top. <laughs> Why would you not want that in your life? Eh, uh, Baffling, absolutely baffling. And again, I can't agree. Somebody said it perfectly, and you you, you echoed it, mate. Um, read the room, Rangers. Honestly, like this is the last thing that any of us are interested in. Uh, I'm lost, mate. With it, lost. Yeah, it's a, I think it's a. Oh, my favorite, and... my favorite, my favorite song is also Thunderstruck, by the way. But I do quite like Back in Black. So, will will they play an ACDC song at Ibrox tomorrow for a while? Well, I'd imagine, I'd imagine Tina Turner's now been binned, and they will come out to Thunderstruck now. <laughs> I would imagine, anyway, probably part of the deal, surely. Well, if they drop points tomorrow, we're selling a highway to hell. Oh. 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 You were just waiting for that, weren't you? <laughs> Jimmy, you get what you pay for on this channel, my man. 50 quid, well spent. Well uh, spent. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Jimmy, for that donation. It is unbelievable. Uh, you keep coming back and it's, it's it blows us away. So thank you so much. Uh, Scotia, do we need to always communicate this stuff, especially during a transfer window? But I get that, like, James Bisgrove, let's go that way. James Bisgrove has got a job to do and it's cutthroat. It's basically to bring as much money as he can into Rangers and he has done that very well with the partnerships he's got, the sponsorships. I would imagine he's more than met his targets. Um, but we're constantly getting these, these kind of these kind of things thrown up and Castor got to bring out a new range every day, basically. Do we need to communicate this out? Do we need to tweet this kind of stuff out? Do we need to announce it, especially during a transfer window? And what is your favourite ACDC song? Oh, like you've said there, this one, it's it's the read the room thing. It's the timing of the tweet by Rangers that's the, the most galling thing about it. Like, see if this came out during the summer. Be perfectly okay, but like, right, fair enough. Massive, massive band. I would have expected it as well, though. It would have made a lot more sense if this had get announced and it was then announced as well that ACDC are going to be playing in Ibrox in the summer because I know there's been there's been rumours about them having a, a worldwide tour in 2023 or certainly a big tour, maybe a European tour in 2023 and you've got to remember obviously Angus Young and Malcolm Young before he passed away, they were both big Rangers fans so there is that kind of, I can see the connection there um, but it's the, it's the timing it's, it's when it came up and they do they've got, they've got the Thunderbolt there and Oh, it's just so so bad. And Celtic were completely right to rip in ears because uh, the way the way the mood's going. Obviously, what happened in Wednesday, there was an awful lot of grumblings about stuff with Edmondson House on Thursday, um, and then that on Friday. I was just like, when I seen the text that you put in the group chat, <laughs> Ryan, I'd seen that before I went on Twitter. I was like, Jesus Christ, man, really? It was, uh, yeah, it was so embarrassing, <laughs> ridiculous. Um, I, I like know, I say, I can understand. Do you know the t-shirts you see in Turkey, right? Not the ones that are like genuine, pretty good looking and that, but it's ones that are like, who created that? Like, and it's like a Rangers or something on it, and then like there'll be like, I don't know, like the Queen or something on it, something just pure like, uh, who's, who wants that? Who literally wants that? A it's random bit of tartan or something on it. Aye, it's just the most bizarre thing in the world. You're like, who's going to kick about in that? Like, 
Um, yeah, that's what I seen it as, and I still see it as that. I'm going, please don't buy me one, by the way, because I, I generally won't wear it. Nobody, it's not even a joke. I don't want it. But it's, again, uh, thank you, Jim, I, for putting fifty quid in. That's going straight to an ACTC <laughs> shop. Oh, honestly, but it does. It just reminds me of one of them tops when you look at it and you're like, what? "Where did you get that from?" It's, it's, it's horrible. Absolutely horrible. Sorry, Scotia. No, that's all right. Um, yeah, no, the, the designs don't look great. The hoodie looked okay, but it's not something I'll be going out and buying, if I'm being perfectly honest. And I will be surprised, unless you're a massive ACDC fan and a Rangers fan, I don't see them shifting an awful lot of product, product in that one, to be fair. In terms of my favourite song, I'll be a wee bit different. Let's go for Let There Be Rock. Vintage ACDC there. Can I ask a question? You said if, unless you're a massive ACDC fan, even if it's your favourite artist of all time, are you buying that? Because I'm not. <laughs> it's two separate entities in life, really. Like <laughs> I've got not really a great, a great interest in having my favourite band on something to do with Rangers. I think if Rangers are flying and winning trebles, then and the fire Tina Turner on a shot or something like that, I'm buying it probably like an idiot. But when the time is the timing is the way it is just now. During a transfer window, when we're desperate for freshness and we've not been winning things and blah, 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 blah. I think it is very ill-timed from the club and out of touch. As always, but right. let's go on to positive things. We've had a rant there. It was always going to be a rant with me um, hosting tonight, lads, so um, they deserve it, and I was going to do it anyway, so I've done it. But let's go on to some positive things. Uh, Michael Beale did the presser today. And also the player was Ryan Jack as well. So, Bill, I've been watching the review this week and I think it was uh, Joshua Barry mentioned a few times how Bill is coming into the presses at the moment and saying that he won't. The first thing he says to the guys was, I won't give you any update on signings. Don't ask about signings. And then he proceeds to give them all updates about signings, which is good. I think that's maybe a bit of humour from him, to be honest. But he was asked... Um, about signings today and he said about Raskin being a target he said that um, there was I think it was was it Fabrizio Romano that um, said that there was a second a second no that was for Whitaker sorry there was a report saying that Raskin had signed a pre-contract and he he denied it he said that wasn't the case and I think Rangers are still pursuing him he was asked about Whitaker as well, where there was a second bid in. That was a Fabrizio Romano tweet saying that Rangers put a second bid in. He denied that as well, but he did say that we're working on a few targets. Um, two or three, I think he said, two or three targets to come in, and he was hoping they would go over the line. He did kind of caveat that with saying that if we ended the window with only Todd Cantwell as our only sign, he wouldn't be overly disappointed because he'd be looking to get business done in the summer. Bullet points from this for me where he talked a lot of players up. He was talking about Ryan Jack being um, playing really well and being eager to get his future sorted out. Um, saying about every contract being unique. He was talking Yanis Hadji up as well because um, he is in the squad for tomorrow, which I'm sure Scotia is very excited about. And I'll be honest, I'll be quite glad to see Hadji as well. I know he's got, I believe he's got a, a lot of points to prove, but I'm still happy to see him back from injury, of course, I'm in. As the uh, depth to our squad, and he was just saying that money money will be spent. He won't be devastated, as I said, not getting MD in during the transfer window. But he's getting players back like Lawrence, like Red Van Yilmaz in a couple of weeks. So he was positive, Michael Beale. However, 
I thought guys, he was a bit not downbeat. Downbeat's not the right word. Downbeat's probably me. Um, I would say that he's not as cocky talking about his transfers um, and the business that they're going to do. Carney, I'll come to you first. I know that you've seen um, bits and bobs of the press conference because you've been busy like myself today. Um, you've obviously been dealing with the wee man and whatever. But what did you think of Abiel's kind of demeanour? Do you think that he was... He gave me the kind of... If I think about the beginning of this window, he was saying two or three players coming in. I reckon there'll be two Premier League players coming in next week or the week after to saying that he won't be overly disappointed. Is he playing the game? Or do you think someone's maybe kind of pulled him aside and said, don't get too excited, we're in talks with people, that doesn't mean it's over the line. What are your thoughts on him today? I, th- I think it could be a bit of both, mate. I think he could be he could be trying to temper the expectations because <clears throat> at one point he was thinking, he was talking three, four signings maybe happening. Uh, I don't see that happening now. Look, again, see tomorrow if Rangers are standing there and there's three new signings. I'll forget all about this ACDC DC t-shirt thing, I promise I will. But I'd, I I think that things haven't went the way that they were probably expecting and Bill has probably got a wee bit excited uh, and maybe shown a wee bit too much of his hand uh, too early. Uh, I was a wee bit surprised that he came out and said that the the Raskin one isn't, the pre-contract's not done. The only reason that I'm quite shocked at that is because where it came from was coming from Raskin's camp. So you would imagine that there's still something in it, no matter what. There's still something in the fact that there must be a deal that's quite close. Maybe it's not officially signed um, or anything like that. Maybe the, the pre-contract's been agreed but not signed and we're trying to figure out a new contract that arranges them to come now as well as being the pre-contract, etc. if that makes sense, along with the, the compensation that Standard Leagues would want. Um, but yeah, I'm still. I would, if anything's going to happen, I think that one is more than likely to happen, just based on the reports that are coming from the other side. Again, could be I just want a new signing kind of bias going through my head. The the bit I was most interested in when he was discussing it was there's people that you don't know about that we are talking to. Um, there's not ones that you've sniffed at yet, and I went right. Well, okay, maybe you are starting to pull your cards back or closer to your chest now and you're going to wait and see. Either or, no matter what, we are now going to be sitting, staring at the clock on Tuesday, waiting to see what announcement's going to be made. Uh, I don't see an announcement happening tomorrow due to it being game day. I doubt it's going to happen on Sunday. So Monday, everybody's eyes will move to there to see if anything's been done over the weekend and then Tuesday will be the waiting game. So, so yeah, I think we as fans maybe have to temper our expectations a little bit. But I did say to you lads before we started the his comment of saying he wouldn't be disappointed if we finished with just one. I will be disappointed if we finished with just one because as good as I think Cantwell can be, I don't think it's nearly enough than than what we need. Um, okay, we're getting players back. Yes, it looks like we are getting players back fit, but um, Hadji is going to take time. Lawrence has still not got a date yet and Roof is uh, apparently close to contact training again. Um, I'll believe that when I see it with Roof being back. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting few days, mate, but I think he, I think he's playing both sides here. I think he's maybe been told, look, don't be as forward, uh, but 
I think he's probably had a wee bit of dose of reality that things are maybe not going to fall the way that he was expecting. But if I had put my money on it, I would say Raskin will probably be in by Tuesday. But in regards to anybody else, I am not sure. Is that a first Tuesday in May or? I totally agree. I'm, I'm the same. If there's only one person comes in in this window, I'm extremely disappointed. I think I totally back any manager who says they'll only bring quality in. I think the difference is we had this chat before we started recording and the quality's out there. Um, you just have to you have to be looking in the right places and I don't believe that there's no players out there that won't improve this first eleven. Um so I would be the exact same if we didn't bring in more players in this window. I would be extremely disappointed, I've got to say. Uh, before I come on to, to you, Ali, ask you a point of view on this. I seen I think it was Robert Robertson said there, just about being negative and 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 don't judge it until the window's shut. I totally appreciate what you're saying, Robert. However, for me, I don't know about the guys, I'm calling it as I see it. I'm watching that other mob over the other side of the city, strengthening their team while I'm sleeping. They've signed four or five internationalists while we've diddy-dallied to 28 days into the transfer window and got one player over the line. So it's open to opinion. I totally get that. And it's good that everybody's got different opinions, but I don't think I've been negative. I think it's um, I think it's being real where we are at the moment. Ali, what was your thoughts on... Um, Bill's press conference today. Do you think are we looking too much into it? He's definitely changed his his stance on the way on the way he's talking about transfers. He was very forward with what he thought was coming in and when they were coming in, but now he's kind of standoffish a bit. What was your thoughts on it? Maybe slightly naive at the beginning of the transfer window when he came out and gave us all that. <clears throat> he's a new manager. Remember, January is a dodgy window, which I've said for day one. I agree with you when you look at the side of the city. They, I didn't think they had to really strengthen in January and they've went out and signed four players and got their business done very quickly. Teams know we need players though. So we had a different kettle of fish to deal with. It's a difficult one. The boy asking, it's difficult because standard Liege want X amount of money. We know we can get him for free in the summer. Why should we play over the odds in January to get a boy and we can get for free in the summer? I ideally want him in in January so we can work, but we can't go paying over the odds for a player. Similar to John Suter last season with Hearts um, and the Whitaker one as well. I'd, I'd be disappointed if we if we finish the window with just Cantwell. But I think this will run right up to Tuesday night when everyone's glued to Sky Sports and seeing who's, who's doing what. I think, or I'm hoping, like Carney, that Hopefully Raskin will be in then because he's just going to sit in standard Liège's team until the on that bench, sorry, until the the summer when he can come to us. So I think they'll play poker right up to the window again with Swansea with Whitaker as well. I get a bit interested to see if he's in the squad, Swansea, uh, Swansea squad, but they'll play poker with us as well. It is a game of poker. Rangers are playing poker as well. Beals come out and said we're talking to other players. That that's him playing poker with these other teams. We probably aren't talking to any other players, but he's just saying it to say to these teams that, oh, they might go and sign somebody else. So I was a bit more calmer a couple of weeks ago when you and Carney were a bit like, what's going on here? But now I'm at the point where there's, what, four days left in this window. (laughs) We play tomorrow as well, so you can write that off. But yeah, I'm concerned, but not 
overly concerned yet because I think it will run right up to the last wee hour of this window, Ryan. Yeah, I think it will. I think it. I think it's clear that asking thing is going to run on. What I think concerns me is that it seems to be just one player at a time we're in for. I know that the Whitakers kind of can run on a bit, but the asking one is making a lot of noise this week, whereas everything else has died down. And I just it just feels as if we're in for one player at a time. And whether the asking one runs on or not, who else are we in for? Who who else is coming? How else we improve the team? And it just. I wasn't overly keen on him. I, I liked what he said. I liked what he meant at the beginning of the window when he said there'll be no loan players coming in. That's fine, but see if we're not improving at all, I would be looking at loan deals. I'd be looking to see what can we get in to improve this team from now to the end of the season because those two cups are really important for me this season. I know it's not make a break for him, but as a support, I think we're desperate for, for success in four cups. So, I just wouldn't have ruled it out totally in terms of loans if we're not going to get permanent signings. Scotia, what was your... I know you've watched the press conference. You were texting me before we come on live. What was your impression of Beal today and what are you thinking about our our business so far? Beal, yeah, I I said this before that when he first came in, he he was talking an awful lot and I did say that I expect him to dial it back as time goes on, and particularly with the transfer window, you can clearly see that that's happening now, that he is kind of being a wee bit more careful with, with his words and what he's saying. Um, the, the press conference, all in all, I mean, in terms of the injury updates, were pretty pretty positive, I thought. Obviously, had you been back in the squad, Suter Kenny being there, but not wanting to risk him and not having the need to risk him, um, bringing him into the squad. Seems it was good, fairly decent news with Roof, but it's Roof, <laughs> as we all know, so you know, that could just be... A, red herring there. Um, Yelmaz looks like he's just under a month away as well, so good to get him in because it would be good for Borna to get a bit of competition and not actually see because we've only seen Yelmaz, what, two or three games, really? So not really seen much of him. Um, so that was good. Contract stuff, um, yeah, this, a wee bit of concern starts ringing in, in your ears there from some of the stuff that he's saying there in terms of they're, they're, they're asking one. They're asking one's interesting because Carney, you'd mentioned on Tuesday night that I think they were looking for around about a million euro. You'd said to kind of get them at, at, from what from what you're reading from source people on Twitter and journalists and things like that. That Rangers said they're a bit of six figures refused. So is that six figures in euro money or is that six figures in pounds? Because if it's six figures in pounds, then I mean, that's roughly that's what a million I've, euros would yeah. be. I've seen up to like two million in that now that they want for him, and um, I don't know. It depends how desperate Rangers are for them. I think. Yeah, I mean, I reckon Rangers. I, I was thinking about this after we came off on Tuesday. And I was like, I'd go up to like one and a half million, two million euro, and I would quite happily pay that right now because I think Raskin. I think we needed Raskin more. I think someone had put it up in the comments as well. We needed Raskin more than we need Cantwell. We need someone in that midfield, that that position in midfield. Um, to compete with Lundstrom and Jack and Kamara um, and Raskin's the one you want him in now like Ali said so that he's got the six months coming up because the big thing for me is I want him in integrated with the team because we'll in all likelihood unless Celtic start having a wee implosion on the pitch and drop points it's looking likely we'll be finishing second that means another two qualifiers to get into the Champions League group stages and that second one will likely be, be against another decent outfit so you want a player like Raskin in early so that he's ready for that. But what I was thinking as well is, and what I've seen today on Twitter, 
is that Standard Liège are also looking for a, a sell-on fee for him. And I'm like, get that in the bin. If they're asking for that, then no way should we go in if they're looking for a sell-on fee. I'd be willing to go up to about, as I say, one and a half million, two million euro, just to buy him and get him in now. But if there's a sell-on fee for that, then you have to wait. But the uh, the worry with that then is, does then Raskin turn and look at that and get an offer from now until the end of the season, get an offer somewhere else that he might go, well, actually, I fancy that a wee bit more. So if what Beal said about the pre-contract not being signing, which I'm not sure how to take that, and given what he said in the past and what he's kind of saying now, there's been contradictions and things like that. Um I'm not sure how to take that. I don't know where we where we stand with that. Um, so it's going to be interesting with that one. It was interesting what he said. Uh, Stevie Clifford from Four Lads had asked him about Cole Foster. I don't know much about the boy, but I think we've been linked with him before. And um, yeah, that was an interesting one. It kind of ties in with what he was saying about maybe looking in, in different positions for players. But all in all, it was... I thought positive in terms of the injury updates. Some of the transfer stuff, yeah, okay, but he has definitely dialing it back a wee bit more. Yeah, it was, oh, it was totally a positive uh, press conference. There's no doubt about that. And as you alluded to as well, but the injury updates, it's it's getting close to seeing a few players back, a few big players uh, back to the team, and, and that can only be positive. Um, but yeah, I, I totally agree. I'm, I hope it didn't come across that I thought Beal was being negative because he wasn't. Um, I think he always speaks positively about Rangers and football in general. He's he's obviously obviously loves his job and, and he's very good with the media. I think I can't remember who it was that said uh, a moment ago there about the Raskin transfer. Give me two seconds, guy. Bear with me. Professional here, Scott Walker. Read my mind there when he said the Raskin deal stinks of Veerman and Scott Olsen. But I not Scott Olsen was a target. I know I know Veerman was, but. Yeah, this is hanging on a wee bit for me, this this Raskin one, and as I think you were kind of getting to it, the more noise that makes, probably the more interest will, will come to, to Raskin's agent. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one to see how that pans out, but just get it over the line, Rangers. If you need to pay the money, I would just pay the money. Like, this guy's clearly a bit of a talent. We take gambles on players like we've done with Cantwell. He has a gamble, so just pay the money, Rangers. Stop, like, Mucking about and get some, get some, get some midfielders in. That's what I would say. Um, he did. Be as you said, talk, spoke about injuries. So I wanted to stay with you, Scotia, because it is your man, and I think it's only right that we speak about him. Yanis Hadji is in the squad tomorrow. He will potentially play his first minutes for. Is it over a year now? I think I believe it is, which is scary to think. Um, I did say and I was brutal on Hadji when he got injured. I said once Hadji's. Now Hadji's out, he'll become this fantastic player. And I know that was a very harsh thing to say, but it was kind of just in general when players get a bad injury, they, they sometimes become a better player than you actually remember them. But Yanis Hadji is one player at Rangers who is kind of like Aribo in that sense. They could play that one pass, that one pass that opens a game up, that one pass that just tin opener, as, as Ali said. How big will this be? I know he's not going to be up to, to speed, but how big will this be? Seeing Yanis Hadji tomorrow and him potentially getting some minutes under under his belt tomorrow. Yeah, I think this is really good news because I think, like you say, it was the Sterling Albion game in the Cup last year where he went out injured. Um, so that would have been, what, about January, February time um, that, that happened. Um, so having Hadji back, yeah, really good. It's, I mean, obviously he's coming back in and we spoke about this last time we were on that there's an awful lot of players in those positions. But if, the way, if you look at it in terms of things, 
Kent isn't really a done deal so far. He could still go. So, you know, obviously Cantwell then maybe becomes his cover and it frees up that space in the middle for Hadji. And obviously Tillman, nothing being confirmed there or not if we're going to um, flex that option to buy thing. So bringing, having Hadji back in will be huge. It does give you those really special moments. I mean, I think we can all remember the game. Oh, I, well, I can't remember the team. Braga, was it? Um, when he came on off the bench and scored scored to get, um, get us the win in that game. Um, and he does, he, he offers us something that wee bit different up, up in attack. He's, uh, he, I think a lot of people get frustrated with him last time round was because he was getting playing out in the right wing. And it wasn't as if he was an, like an inside inverted winger. It was, he was getting pushed out because our field was getting pushed out there as well and was getting slagged. He was getting played far too out with, Far too much out wide, if you get. I mean, um, but I think Cameron back in the squad will be amazing. I seen on Twitter that Rangers Review had done a in depth interview with him. I've not had a chance to go in and look at that, um, but I think they, they sat down with him and had a really good discussion with him. Um, so it'd be good to have him back in. I know he played, or I seen the Romanian boy on Twitter that often tweets about him. He'd said that they played a bounce game midweek and he'd scored a goal and as well. Can't really read much into that. It's a bounce game. But no, it's good to see him back. Um, and yeah, yeah, I read, I read that as well. I think he scored one and set one up. And yeah, so he'll reply to the tweet saying, "Oh, take that and win, and take that and lift the scored one, set one up trophy." But I think in terms of Hadji, because he's been out for so long, I think that is a huge thing for him to get through a training session after such a bad injury is a big thing. So I think it was really positive to hear that Hadji Hadji had a few good training sessions and done well, calmly. Hadji, like I say, I, I want to put my hands up a wee bit. I was I was harsh on him when he got injured and, and said those things. But I'm kind of, because he is a different type of player, he's not that player who will play the square pass all the time. I'm quite excited to see what his recovery and, he, and his comeback's like. Yeah, um, the footballing cliche, mate, isn't it? That it's like a new signing because he's been out for so long now that it would be interesting to see where he's at when he comes back and what uh, yeah, exactly how his recovery is going to be. Look, and again, I'm not speaking him about him as if I know the guy, but I reckon his mentality is going to be good. It's going to have to have been really good over this period of time that he was out because it's a very serious injury that he's went through. Uh, he obviously did that recovery video and stuff like that that he'd done. It was on like, YouTube um, after his operation and stuff. And you could see that he was still... He was still very focused and still very determined to get himself back. I'm looking forward to seeing what Hadji we get when we come back. And I've seen people in the chat there saying that um, um, he was out when he was out of form before he got injured, etc. And yeah, he was, but he, he has played some cracking games for us. He has. He was in. He's hit purple patches before, and we need players to be hitting purple patches. It's going to take him time, of course, as I'm not expecting him to come back and to be amazing. This the rest of this season is really him getting himself ready for a full season next season. Um, I think that's pretty fair. If he gets to the point where he can play 90 minutes before the end of the season, I think he should be pretty proud of himself for the fact that he can do that because it's a it's a long time not to be playing football for a um, for a player. And um, you think if you weren't doing your job for a year. If you went back to your job after a year, you wouldn't know where to start. So, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him. I really am. As I say, I, I've, I've been a critic of him before, but there's there's absolutely no doubt that there's a player in there and he's he's done some pretty spectacular things in a Rangers jersey. So, yeah, um, the more options that we have in that area, the better for me. Uh, Billy, thank you very much, mate. That's very much appreciated, mate. Um, thank you, mate, thank joining. You. 
a member a member tonight and a donation, mate. That's absolutely superb. Brilliant, mate. I know. Any more of that, Billy, and you'll be getting yourself an ACDC shot sent to you. Um, <laughs> oh. Ali, Yanis well, uh, Hadji is back. It's definitely a positive for Rangers. Use your, your phrase earlier there with Scotia. I think he's a tin opener. It's going to take, Carly's right, it's going to take him a long time to get back to, to kind of the fitness and the match sharpness that he did have. But this is a positive for Rangers. Oh, it's a big positive because we're, we're missing players like Hadji. A lot of Rangers fans will just expect Hadji to turn up tomorrow playing be like Hadji two years ago or something. You know what Rangers fans are like, but we'll need to take time with him. I can see him having the odd um, 10, 15 minutes until we build him into games, but it's a positive. It's another option for Beal on that front line as well, especially with Cantwell there now. So, no, it's a positive. I know Scotia will be buzzing because it's his main man. So, if Scotia comes down and sits beside me tomorrow... Hopefully Hadji comes on and I'll get to I'll get to hear all about Hadji from Scotia the whole thing half. I hope you 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 take some Kleenex with you. I know you've always got Kleenex with you anyway, Ali, but you take some Kleenex. <laughs> you, t- you take some Kleenex with you for uh, Scotia in case it gets emotional. Don't worry, for tears. For tears. Right, moving on, guys. We are playing St. Johnson. Um, tomorrow, as everyone knows, that's what we're here for, and we always fit it in at the end. But there's always plenty to talk about. But we will talk about St. Joyce. We play them tomorrow. They are eighth in the Premier League at the moment. We played them last week in an absolute was it last week? Sad. Yes, in an absolute thriller. Um, if you've not watched it, I would recommend going and watching the rerun of it. <laughs> it was, you missed it. You missed an absolute classic game last Saturday. Um, end-to-end stuff and Rangers were on oh, fire. Justin fine. Muir. Thank you God so much, America. Justin. The boys, God bless America, buddy. Um, the boys will have a pint tomorrow. I'll treat myself to a bottle or something like that, but I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Justin. Really appreciate that. Um, but yes, St. Johnston are eighth in the league at the moment. It is a fixture where, again, we say this every week, we expect to with no disrespect and we should be brushing a team like this aside. We should be flexing our muscles a bit and the scoring some goals and playing some nice stuff. I don't know whether the guys expect it, but I'll just I'll hang fire with my comment. Um yes, that was an Australian accent, Curry. I totally mucked that up. I thought I'd get away with that there. <laughs> um but we <laughs> I did do it, I um but we are um we just want to see a performance. I think that's what we're looking for. Scotia, try to keep us professional here. Please bring me back to my subject of St. John's at home. What are you expecting tomorrow, mate? Um, pretty much what I said in the pod last Friday about them. Um, at St. John's. Now, obviously, it's at home, so you'd like to think we'll get a wee bit more space. Although last week was probably a home match in terms of the in terms of the, the kind of fan attendance, at least. Um, yeah, I mean that'll be them now lost six since we spoke last. Obviously, um, I seen a wee bit from St, um, from Callum Davidson today that he said that Murray Davidson and Chris Kane are both back in training, but I don't know if they'll start. But Murray Davidson's a decent enough centre midfielder. I know we've been linked to him or not linked to him, but I know there any time transfer windows come around, he's a name that's always kind of in the past has been flung in there because he is a pretty decent SPL midfielder. Whether or not he'll be fit enough for it, I don't know. What I expect from us, to be honest, 
I don't see many changes to the team, if I'm honest, um, given there some of the comments sure. that he'd made in his press conference. Jim Sloan. Jim, thank you very much, Jim. That's much appreciated. Yeah, um, I don't I don't see much changes to us, but um, given it that at Ibrooks were at home, we've got a new signing potentially to look forward to coming on and getting some minutes or maybe even starting. Don't know. Um, the crowd should be up for it. Obviously, Edmondson House is opening up, so that's something everyone can jump in and see as well. Um, yeah, I think we should... This is one that I'm feeling a bit more confident. Well, I was uber confident last week. But because it's Ibrox, I think we'll be able to play a bit more attacking football, a bit more free-flowing football. So hopefully that's what we see. Yeah, I hope so, mate. And thank you very much, Jim. Scotia, I will ask you for your team and score. Looking at the time at the moment, so give us your team and score. And where is Cantwell starting tomorrow? <laughs> oh, I've, shocker here! I've not got Cantwell starting. I think he'll, I think he'll come off the bench in the second half to, you know, like they do when you signings to get that kind of ovation when they come on the pitch. Plus the fact that he's not played since November. Um, so my team is the team that started on Sunday. Really, McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Davies, Barisic, Jack Lundstrom. Sakala, Tillman, Kent, Morelos, and I'll go 4 now. Rangers. Oh, God, that would be just like a... What a relief that would be. I'd love to see them play well tomorrow and enjoy myself. Anyway, Ali, uh, St. Johnston tomorrow. It can't be any worse than last week, can it, mate? Never say never, Ryan. It's Rangers, remember. No, exact same as Scotia. Copy and paste what I said last week. I went in a wee bit of a rant last week. And um, Rangers, Rangers are playing. Well, you're, aggre- you're aggressive. This of what Rangers did. Do I, but, well, that was 100 percent correct. So there yeah, you go. of course but, you were. No, of course but, you were. Um, Rangers are playing at Ibrooks tomorrow. We've not played at Ibrooks since we played Celtic. It should be like a Bowling Green tomorrow. So there's no excuses in terms of the park. There's no excuses in terms of we've played three games in six days. We have had a week's rest there as well. So I fully expect Rangers to go on. And I want them to put a show on for me tomorrow, Ryan. That's what I'm looking for. And I want Rangers to go out and give them a series doing tomorrow as well. Rangers should be doing St. Johnson tomorrow. I know Scotia said, whoever it was, said Chris Kane and Murray Davidson for 1993 or something are back. They're just full <laughs> of hazards. He's only 33 year old, Ali, for fuck's sake. Scotia. Obviously, didn't get that joke there, but St. John's not a very good of, one. They're full, full of a team of has beens. Go through their team. Um, we should be comfortably beating St. Johnson tomorrow, Ryan, and I think we will comfortably beat St. Johnson tomorrow. We've all been waiting for a performance for Rangers under Beal, and we've not got it yet. We've had it in flashes, but I think tomorrow is Armed Forces Day tomorrow, Ibrox, I think, as well. I think so. Um, but yeah, Buzz, Edmondson House is opening as well. ACDC there as well, so that'll add a buzz to it too. But um, no, I fully expect Rangers to to beat St Johnston convincingly tomorrow, and that's me just cursed it there for everyone. So you can blame me. Do you want my team and score? Team and score line mate, please. Yeah. In goal, Alan McGregor. Um, I think pissed, pissed about the goalkeepers back. See McGregor being there. Um, Tav Goldson, Davies, Barisic. Oof. Lundstrom, Jack, I'm starting Cantwell because, again, I think that'll give the fans a lift. Even if he lasts half right, I'm starting Cantwell. Kent, Cholak through the middle and the man face Ambia. And I'm going the exact same as Scotia, 4-0. And I'm going to go Sakala, first goal scorer. 
Well, that'll be interesting. I hope they get the goals, mate. I hope they get a performance. Um, if they don't want to be caught with their balls out, and when I say balls, I need you to put a slide up for McCarney because I've just noticed the time there. Um, yes, I, bet, I bet some people, I bet folk thought I'd forgot. You're right, I did. Newsflash, gentlemen, Valentine's Day is almost here, and by the grace of Cupid, our friends at Manscaped are coming with the best tools to get your boys downstairs ready for a special occasion. Get lucky this Valentine's Day and join 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming, and our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use club code CLUBHAT22 for 20% off and free shipping. The holidays went by so quickly. Did you remember to take care of your package with the best tools for the job? The Platinum Package from Manscaped is the all encompassing package that every guy needs in their life to make each and every day just a little more special. This package contains the Lawnmower 4.0, the Weed Whacker, Premium Body Wash, 2-in-1 Shampoo, Body and Ball Deodorant and much more. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code CLUBAT22 at manscaped.com. Join Cupid and shoot your arrow. Really. Manscaped, <laughs> Manscaped this Valentine's Day. Your balls will thank you. Bet your boys thought I was just going to dodge that today. I was going to get pebbles if I did. <laughs> I forgot, mate. I forgot all about it as well, <laughs> Sorry. mate. Um, Sorry. Right, I hope he's got a laugh at that. Carney, what be your team? What are we going to do tomorrow? And how many goals are we going to beat them by? Yeah, I, I expect a bit of a performance um, tomorrow. I expect a, a much improved performance from Saturday. I, I know that wouldn't be very hard, but Ali's spot on as well. The pitch should be absolutely perfect. This is, they're coming to Ibrooks. It's our home. We're, that's our, it's our pitch. So I, I fully expect us to really implement our game. <clears throat> and I think we'll have them firing for this. They've had a full week to prepare for it. So yeah, um, I expect a performance tomorrow. Um, but Rangers, I really do. I expect to leave Ibrooks pretty happy tomorrow. Um, my team, um, same back five as the guys. I'm going to pick Jack, Cantwell and Tillman and Kent, Morelos and Sakala. I don't think um, Cantwell will start, but I would love to see him start. Uh, I think he needs minutes. If this is going to be the only signing, then this signing has to get up to speed and quick. So I would, I would start him and see how far he gets. Uh, see how far he gets along. Um, but I do think, I do think he'll start for the bench. But even at that, the bench looks pretty tidy. If it's going to be Cantwell, Hadji, and Trolak on the bench, that's beginning to make things look a wee bit better for for options for us. I'll go three 0 Rangers, and I'll go. Alfredo Morelos to score the first goal. Oof. Like I'm liking that three clean sheets, so I'm under pressure. Um, I'm going to go the same team as Scotia. I think he'll play the same team. I would like to say Cantwell will start. Reality is, he's not. I don't think he's going to start. Somebody who's not played since since last year. But um, I will go. Right, I'm going to say stick with. It. I'm going to go four 0 Rangers. Um, I think I went with that last Saturday. We are due to play well. We are due to enjoy ourselves. Well overdue to enjoy ourselves. And hopefully there's a bit of buzz about iBooks tomorrow. So, yes, I'll go for now. Uh, first goal scorer will be Borna Barisic. I was speaking to the moth during the week there. And I think Borna's going to miss kick a cross again in the net. Uh, so, that'll do us this evening, gents. Um, thank you, for everyone, for tuning in and putting up with my unprofessional approach. But I tipped all the boxes eventually, just in an obscure way. Uh, let me thank my guest, Ali Pearson. Thanks very much, mate. Enjoy your evening. Enjoy tomorrow. Enjoy your paints. I will.
you ended on a very good positive there, Ryan. I know a few folks here, you started negative, but you ended positively with a 4-0 Rangers, so I'll take that tomorrow. But no, looking forward to it. As I say, it's a Saturday, 3 o'clock kick-off, a couple of beers before. Watch Rangers hopefully win, and a couple of beers after. So, yes, I will see. I probably won't see you tomorrow, Ryan, but I will see Scotia and Carney tomorrow. Yes, I will be with the boys tomorrow, doing my daddy bit. Uh, Scotia, you enjoy yourself tomorrow, mate. Hope you get a couple of beers, and I hope we get a result. Oh, no, I definitely will. Let's, it's good to be back at Ibrox, because we've mentioned it before, and there's far too few games just now at Ibrox, so wasn't to get back to it. And last but not least, Scott Carley. Thank you very much. I will say thank you for letting me host, but yeah, thank you for letting me host, mate. Enjoy your day tomorrow. Enjoy your beers. I believe you're going somewhere. You're not in the riffraff tomorrow, mate, if you could just uh, let us know what you're doing. No, I'm going to Club Europe tomorrow, mate. Hospitality, yes. Um, been organised for my old man's birthday. We were, uh, his Christmas even. We were due to do it for his 70th, which was a few years ago, but that was through COVID. So instead of trying to get everybody together and the kind of stuff that we've been through recently, I decided me and my dad would go for a wee, a wee jolly. Enjoy Ibrox from a different perspective tomorrow. So yeah, we're going to Club Europe. A few beers in Ibrox before the game, so we're really looking forward to that. But of course, I will still have obligatory pints in the Viceroy. Of course I will. Cats not match day without that really, uh, but yeah, no, cheers tonight, mate. Cheers for everybody in the chat, cheers for all the nations, really superb. Uh, enjoy your weekend. I hope your team wins. Yeah, echo what Carly says. I think we are overwhelmed by the support we get in the comments and uh, the donations, they're absolutely unbelievable. Love reading the comments in the chat as well. It's good that everybody has a different opinion because that's okay. Everyone, enjoy their weekend. We are Club at 22. The boys will be back by reaction tomorrow. Enjoy your weekend. Cheers.